It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Hard-edged, hard-nosed, hard to beat. Where are you coming from in this one? Your 100% essential download. Jim White and Simon Jordan. You let this get out of control. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Hi everybody, thanks for downloading Outspoken, the podcast that brings you the very best of our daily talk sports show. The final one of 2022 was sadly overshadowed by the passing of England's 1966 World Cup winner George Cohen. Stay tuned to hear tributes from the likes of John Motson and Roy Hodgson. On the eve of Christmas Eve... Uh, we're just hearing and Fulham Football Club have just put out a statement on this that everybody at Fulham Football Club is deeply saddened to learn of the passing of one of our greatest ever players and a greatest ever gentleman, George Cohen, MBE. George Cohen, of course, World Cup winner with England, played in that uh, team on the day they beat West Germany at Wembley. On 1966, in 1966, England won the World Cup, of course, and George Cohen was part of that starting 11 for England. Uh, George Cohen has died, I'm afraid. Uh, George Cohen, uh, aged 83. George was a, a, a somewhat, had become somewhat of a regular on our yeah, show, he was, Simon. Yeah. And his wife. Uh, and his wife, his yeah. lovely wife. They, they were more than happy to join us and reminisce about George's great England memories and the memories he shared with uh, those wonderful teammates that he had, the likes of Bobby Moore. Um, Sir Jeff Hurst of course who's still with us I'm delighted to say uh, and others the late Gordon Banks George Cohen has died at the age of 83 it's desperately sad news Simon very much so and and, and I was watching the Bobby Moore documentary last night I was just saying to Carlton and George Cohen featured in that quite prominently so it's one of those, isn't it? These 66 heroes that we've got. We've, you know, George came on a few times and spoke about the passing of Martin Peters, spoke about the passing of Jimmy Greaves as well, I think. And these are players, when you look back on, I don't think we know or recall how good and what they achieved for this country. And given the fact it's been 56 years since we've achieved anything vaguely resembling it or, or, or haven't as yet, these boys, you know, they got their just rewards by winning a World Cup. They got their recognition over the years in society and, and, and by... Um, by gongs and so on and so forth but George yeah. Cohen was a lovely man and if you listen to that documentary that I watched yesterday which by the way was a brilliant documentary George you can see what kind of man he was the way he spoke about Bobby Moore Yes uh, he, he, you played for a variety of clubs uh, Carlton of course you had a, a great career yourself 600 plus games uh, George Cohen had many appearances for Fulham 459 or so 
maybe just a few more than that. Uh, a figure surpassed only by five other players in Fulham's history. He was a one-club man, um, and Fulham meant so much to him, and he meant so much to Fulham. Can you imagine the pride that Fulham had in having a World Cup winner in their ranks, Carlton? Yeah, like Simon says, I mean, those band that won that 66 World Cup, you know, they, they'll forever go down in history. I mean, Nobby Styles was one of those and, and Nobby Styles was my mentor at West Brom. He, he took me under his wing and, and I wouldn't have gone on to do as well as what I did in the game if it wasn't for the tutorage of uh, Nobby Styles. Uh, I, I did a dinner recently with uh, Sir Jeff and, and they are really humble guys and they talk very well of each other so it's sad to see another one of them gone but they'll never be for- forgotten. It is so sad uh, this morning. George Cohen, many people getting in touch. Here's Harry and Barnes here in London. Jim, it was a shame about George. Uh, I so got to like him and uh, so many other people saying that this morning. When he used to come on your show, he spoke with such clarity and such dignity. He was a very dignified man, Simon. I always thought that. When George came on, he would never say anything that was going to be critical of anyone. He would come on and give it a a very fair reading of everything when he joined us. I think they all were. And it's a generation of footballer that's no longer here, and that's not criticising the current ones. It's just the time and the society that we now live in. And they were all very mindful of the achievements that they had they had brought to this country, and all very uh, respectful of one another. And it was a unique moment when you look again, going back to documentary I watched yesterday. You know, I sat there having been a student of this '66 World Cup team, watching it and paying attention to it, and you know, m- remembering the famous Coventry, commentary from Kenneth Wilson home yes. and all of that. But yeah. you know, you look at it again, and when you look at it again for a documentary, you see, my word, what this country must have been like when they won that World Cup with 100,000 fans, a young queen, a 40-year-old queen, handing them the World Cup. And these players, George Cohen uh, and Gordon Banks and Bobby Moore and Jackie Charlton and Nobby Styles and Alan Ball and Martin Peters and Jeff Hurst and whoever else was in the team that we can come off the top of our head, they were legends because that's the real title that should be given to people that have achieved the kind of things they achieved at that particular time. So he'll be sadly missed. It's so sad when when you look at it now, Carlton. I think out of that eleven on the day that beat West Germany, I think we only have two survivors now, um, because the others: Banks, Styles, Moore, Wilson, Wilson yeah. Jack Charlton, Alan Ball, Roger Hunt, Martin Peters. Sadly, have all gone. Bobby Charlton is still with us. Delighted to see, and Sir Jeff Hurst, Sir Jeff Hurst is, yeah. is, is is still with us. It must be tough for Sir Jeff this morning that another of his great colleagues on that memorable day has now gone. Yeah, and they were all very close. I remember speaking to Jeff, as I said, I did a dinner with him a few weeks ago uh, and we were talking and uh, we were talking about Nobby Styles um, as I, I had, he had a lot to do with my uh, earlier career at West Brom before I moved did on. Did he? Yeah. yeah, well, well, well. he came into the club and, and he was the one who took me under his wing and I don't know whether it was because Nobby was really... Uh, he didn't really look like a footballer, did he? And he, he did a, a very effective job for England, sitting in front of the back four. And I, I was kind of similar. So he kind of took a, a, a shine to me and worked with me uh, tirelessly to, to, to learn the heart of defending, defending properly. Um, so it is sad to see. I mean, um, you know, when you look at Sir Jeff, I mean, I, like I said at dinner, he, he looked like he was 60 years old. Sir Jeff, he looks after himself, still gets out training and, and has a really good diet. Um, but unfortunately, um, we all get older and, and there has to be a passing. Absolutely. 
It is very sad news this morning. I must admit, that's taken me really by surprise. And I'm deeply saddened by the news because uh, I may tell you here at Talk Sport, when, when we organised the likes of George to come on the show, by and large, we would do a pre-recorded chat with George yep. Cohen, Simon. Yep. And myself and producer Luke would go into one of the, the booths over there, one of the studios over there. And we would ask George if you'd like to join us, if you'd like to to, to come on the, the show. And George, almost every time, would say, of course I would. I'd love to do that. And he would. And there and then we would pre-record something because the, there was nobody better than uh, George just to speak spontaneously uh, about uh, any subject in football. Of course, most of the time it's pertaining to England and it was pertaining to 1966. Uh, we're getting a lot of reaction. Uh, I'm going to get reaction to it right now. Now, a man known to all of us in the world of football and, of course, worked at Talk Sport for a period of time, legendary commentator himself, John Motson, is with us. John, good morning. The passing of George Cohen, this is a very sad moment, isn't it? Well, it certainly is, and another of the 1966 uh, passes on, and uh, I was a great uh, admirer of George because he had cancer many, many years ago, you know, and he got over it, and it was quite extraordinary at the time, the recovery he made. And I often saw him at Fulham where he hosted a lounge for uh, corporate guests. And he was always a very lively character and a great personality. And he and his wife, Daphne, um, were terrific host and hostess um, at Fulham's home games. And uh, if anybody, well, other than Johnny Haynes, where there's already a statue, deserves a statue at Fulham, it would be George Cohen because he played for the club uh, over 400 times and um, never looked like moving, really. I mean, he was very much a one-club man and his loyalty was always to Fulham. And uh, I'm very, very sorry that we shan't see him again because he was a great character and one of football's enduring personalities um, who, who gave... Uh, so much pleasure to so many people, uh, not not just uh, as a right-back, obviously, in the 1966 team and a Fulham player, but also because of his, uh, his friendship and his uh, loyalty to the club, which was so apparent when he, when he went on to um, make so many friends in later years. And, of course, uh, John, as, as you would agree, I'm sure, he was a member of an elite club. This was an elite club, the 1966 World Cup winners. Well, of course, and we, we, we've seen so many of them pass on uh, in in recent years. I mean, um, uh, it, it, it would be uh, very sad to say that, um, you know, we, we hope it won't happen uh, again, but I suppose it will. But, I mean, it, it was an elite club. I mean, Banks, Cohen, Wilson, uh, you know, Styles, Jack Charlton, Moore, uh, Alan Ball, uh, Roger Hunt, uh, Jeff Hurst, of course, uh, and Bobby Charlton are still with us, um, and and Martin Peters sadly isn't. Um, but but I mean it was it was a and it, that that eleven because don't forget although there were eleven others in the squad uh, who added to the, um, the sort of uh, I suppose the elite angle to it they didn't play with there were no substitutes then so the eleven I've just tried to rattle off. Um, were the ones who made their name as as players in the in in the 1966 World Cup winning team. Yes, indeed, John. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, unfortunate about okay. the circumstances, John Watson, uh, legendary commentator, of course. On the sad news this morning that we bring you on this December the 23rd, another of that famous 1966 World Cup winning team for England, I'm afraid, has now gone. 
George Cohen, who has died at the age of 83. Welcome to the Coliseum of Confrontation. Outspoken with White and Jordan. December the 23rd, and I'm afraid a bit of a sad note to it as well, um, because in the last few moments, we've learned of the passing of another 1966 England World Cup winner, George Cohen, who won uh, 37 caps for England and made no fewer than 459 appearances for Fulham, where he stayed his entire career. George Cohen has died at the age of uh, 83. Uh, he has been on many times with Simon and myself on this show. And whenever George was on it, he was also a very, very popular addition to what we were doing that particular morning. Um, uh, not that long ago, George joined us, actually. And uh, he was talking, amongst other things, about his sheer pride in wearing that England jersey. You cannot imagine how proud you can be. I never thought when I started the game that uh, I would end up to be a World Cup winner or in the team of the World Cup winners. It was an awfully proud time. Absolutely wonderful. And to be with the guy, the same, you know, the guys that we played with, they loved it too. And you could see together how proud that team was. Do you think some of these players today, George, need something of a reality check? Oh, yes, they have. Of course they have. I mean, it, it, it's something special. It's something that every every professional footballer wants to play for their country, whatever country it is. And it's the epitome of your career. Uh, uh, that always stood out for me, Carlton, that he wanted to, to make it abundantly clear to everybody. George would have played for nothing for, for his country. It, 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 it was the pride that he had when he pulled on the shirt, not just of his club Fulham, but of course for England. Oh yeah, listen, for for any player, um once once you get acknowledged that you get uh, capped for your country, that means you're one of the best players in the country or perceived to be one of the best players in the country. So therefore when you when you when you receive uh, the call up to go, it's one of the proudest moments uh, of your career. Um I know for me from a from a, a kid who came from Albury, um I never thought that I would even get anywhere near um, getting an England cap, never mind uh, 19 caps and going to the European Championships. And, and every time you pulled on the cher- jersey, it is, it is a proud moment. You're not just playing for yourself, you're playing for your country. Um, and, you, you know, as, as he said, you know, well, you don't get paid for playing for England. That's a fact. So, yes, yes. you know, it's a privilege to it's do so. It's a privilege so. to do so. Yeah. He was born in Fulham, uh, Simon, soon after the outbreak of World War II. Uh, he actually lived closer to Stamford Bridge, but it, it was Fulham that he opted to, to, to play for. And I loved it. And he's spoken about this to, to me before. There was, a, there was a big tree at Craven Cottage, you used to tell me. And my friends and I used to jump over it and drop over the wall and into the ground. The club knew we used to sneak in that way, but they didn't mind. I suppose it was a way of recruiting young supporters. It was mm. easier to bunk into Fulham than it was to get into Chelsea. And he's told that story and he was quite, uh, quite open about it on many occasions. But in that short clip we just played, Simon, yeah. you could tell how dignified George Cohen was in his approach to football and his approach to life. Yeah, but again, I think if you listen to all of those guys that played in the 66 tournament and one for England. They were all very dignified. It was a time when people behaved in a slightly more dignified fashion, I think. 
Um, you know, you listen to, again, going back to the documentary I watched last night with Bobby Moore, and you look about the manner in which he conducted himself. But you also look at the, the incredible team spirit that that team had that won a six. I mean, I remember w- watching the games, watching Peter celebrating Jeff Hurst scoring, and, and, and the reaction amongst the players was almost childlike in terms of their absolute bonding together and their absolute understanding of what they were contributing, what their jobs were, and what the reaction would be to them winning a World Cup in this country. So you can never... A, that can be never taken away. And we'll always look back on things in a certain way. But over the years, we've had all of these guys. I had Nobby Styles come and speak at various engagements. I had Alan Ball, and he was fabulous, talking about his relationship with his father. And all of these guys came from an era. Yeah. that there are, there are elements of that era in the 60s when the world was a very different place. There was naivety in the world. The 60s was a revolutionary period of time, wasn't it, when the whole world was changing and people were getting very, very different attitudes. Those guys were steeped in a degree of slightly more traditional values and and they've carried them forward and they've and they uh, whenever they spoke I don't really f- I never really felt that they talked about modern football with anything other than affection because there's certain generations of footballers that look at this latest generation of football thinking how much they're getting paid how much they're getting rewarded the recognition that they're getting and they have a bit of a salty attitude towards it I never got that impression from the um, from the from the World Cup team, and I've met Jeff, and I've met Nobby, as I've said, and they all spoke about football in a very elegant fashion. Yes, uh, and I think that's a nice way to be. Yes, it meant everything to them uh, to to play for England in that 1966 final. Uh, can't if memory serves me right, I think it was vice captain in the final, uh, and he, on that occasion he won his uh, his thirtieth cap, uh, and he, he he was so proud, as I say, to 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 play for England. So much so that Sir Alf Ramsey famously stepped in on one occasion. You might recall this, uh, yeah. Simon, and prevented Stopped him, him giving from shirts swapping to, yeah. shirts. Uh, as was custom with, with one of the Argentine players yeah. uh, in that tournament for uh, for some of the fouling and some yeah. of the uh, ratin dodgy gamesmanship ratin the, the Argentina player got sent off I saw that again last night but, you know but, you know as you say Alfred Ramsey coming on and pulling the shirt away from George you're not giving him a shirt absolutely <laughs> not yes uh, Carlton Simon and myself um, on this show we we spoke to George's wife Daphne John Motson mentioned Daphne just a short time ago uh, we spoke to Daphne after the passing of the Queen during the summer and George at the time w- wasn't that well but Daphne was more than happy to come on and join us on the show and she spoke about how herself and George um, look back on many many memories of George's playing career with great delight and with the Queen in mind you know you have to take each day as it comes and of course we are both of us 83 this year uh, George next month and me just after and these things happen and been sad because, as you well know, a lot of those boys that George played with have now not with us. So, you know, we're grateful for the time that we have together, really, if you understand what I to- I'm getting I, at. I totally, I totally understand. I get the impression you're going to be looking through moral photographs today. Oh, my goodness, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Everybody's been on their phones and the kids have been doing things and, you know, and uh, it's just... Uh, incredible now you know this many years later that we have all these amazing things to you know regarding our queen and uh, so we're looking at the happier things rather than the sad things so aware how sad it is and how strange it's going to be for all of us isn't it you know sort of just 
so used to being at Wembley and God save the Queen and everything else. And it's just going to be so strange when we actually, especially with the World Cup coming up this year, that we'll be seeing God save the King. It's just going to be really strange for us all to get used to. I think you know that we have a great friend in George and we have huge admiration for, for your husband, Mrs. Cohen. Thank you. Can you pass that on to him from me will. this morning? I certainly will. Thank you very much, Jim. Nice talking to you. <laughs> Daphne, it was really nice talking to you on that occasion. But sad today uh, with the news that has just reached us. As we came to air this morning, um, the news came through to us and, and Fulham have now uh, popped it out on social media that they've lost one of their great heroes. They've lost a legend of the football club and a legend of English football himself. George Cohen, 1966 World Cup winner, has died at the age of 83. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. It is now. It's Moore. Bobby Moore comes up to receive the Jules Rimet trophy for England. Her Majesty the Queen. And it means England are the world champions. Legendary commentary that day from Kenneth Woostenholm. Can you imagine what it must have been like to have been one of those England players that famous day? Immortalised, amazing, amazing moment for all of those players uh, beating West Germany on the day by four goals to two. Uh, of course, Sir Jeff Hurst uh, getting a hat-trick. Um, and I'm afraid the reason we're playing that is because it's sad news today because England World Cup winner George Cohen has died at the age of 83. He used to join us on this show and spoke with great authority and great dignity. Such sad news. And I'm sure this uh, man 
uh, would agree extremely sad when you think of what a wonderful contribution George Cohen made not just to English football with Fulham 459 appearances but for England as well being World Cup winners former Fulham manager former England manager Roy Hodgson joins us live in the show Roy good morning to you this is sad news about George yeah it's really sad news Jim I've got to say I, I was at Fulham about a month ago and I asked after him because whenever I used to go back I would visit him in his in his lounge but I was told then that he was not well but I presumed it was really because of the enormous problems he suffered with and battled so bravely through with his with his back because he was virtually crippled by some treatment he'd had for cancer many years ago which had virtually destroyed his vertebrae so he was finding it more and more difficult to get around and I I presume that was the problem but he must have obviously been sicker than, than I realised, or anyone realised. It was really bad news when I saw this morning that he died. It's very sad news. He, he was 83. As you speak, Roy, messages coming in all the time. And Roy, th- 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 this is typical of uh, the esteem in which uh, George was held. This is uh, Simon in Hampton, who tells me, I-, I went on the Craven Cottage tour recently. George Cohen had his personal seat on the cottage balcony, which shows the esteem in which he was held. Absolute Fulham and football legend. I mean... Not many people these days can be a, a one-club man and play the, the, the number of games he played, Roy, 459. No, I mean, as you rightly say, he was a, a one-club man, but I think the most important thing with George, apart from the incredible accolades that he deserves from his career and, uh, you know, because being still our only World Cup winner and one of a, a dying breed, I'm very, very sorry to say, I think the the best things that can be said about George is what what a nice man he was. What a what a true a true gentleman, a uh, a man who was genuinely interested in other people. I never heard George say a bad word about about anybody, and I must say I've never heard anyone say anything other than what a fantastic guy he is. And I think that when you die, that must be the greatest accolade accolade anyone could ever pay. That's true. I, I mean, it's still etched in my memory. I, I remember sitting in the living room in, in my house in Glasgow with my father watching it. What, what would I be, 66? I'd be nine, Roy, watching England win the World Cup. Everyone's got a memory of it. It still must be a vivid memory for you. Yeah, of course, it's a, it's a big memory, but I suppose that, you know, having had a long career in full myself. I'm afraid there have been so many memories that that's just another one and a very, very pleasant yeah. one to boot. But I think all those things, they pale into a significance when you lose somebody. I feel very, very sorry today for his wife Daphne and his family. I feel sorry for the football community of Fulham as well because uh, there he was truly revered for not only the football he was and uh, his loyalty as a servant to the club, he's revered for the man he was. And I think that, you know, we, we see, unfortunately, or are likely to see less and less of, of, of his type in football uh, because to some extent they, they are a breed of person that was formed, if you like, through the war and just after the war years. And uh, today's football players have grown up in a totally different atmosphere to the one that George grew up in. Yes. Uh, I've been to Craven Cottage since I've lived in London on many occasions, Roy. Uh, I really like the club. You you managed the football club. I think it was a special relationship, wasn't it, between uh, George and Anne Fulham? Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean, he 
He was really the the main ambassador. Johnny Haynes, of course, uh, had had his lounge, which is uh, which is run by my friend Les Strong. But Johnny Haynes and George Cohen, they really were two the two the two names, I suppose, that are synonymous with Fulham Football Club. And of course, George did something which Johnny wasn't able to do, i.e., become a World Cup winner. And no one's managed it since. I think with every passing World Cup where we do well and we look as though we might have a chance to win it again. When, the, when that time passes, then really the, the heroes from 66 become even more important to us and even more legendary. And unfortunately now we, we only have three left. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you look at that team now. I mean, the names, whenever you talk about them, I, I, I always look at the names on that team sheet. I think I'm so privileged to have met quite a number of them. I'm quite sure, probably, Roy, you met and knew all of them at one time or another. No, like you, I was privileged to meet them. I mean, obviously, uh, my playing career didn't didn't get me in touch with those guys at that period of time. I was 19, but I was a struggling young young player trying to make a way. But I never never got anywhere near a first-team spot to play against any of those players. But I, I was lucky enough to, to meet, I think, all of them um, at one stage or another, often in very fleeting moments. But it's a, I suppose it's something I could boast of, that I have actually had a conversation with all of them, except Ray Wilson, actually. Funny enough, that's not true. I didn't, I didn't meet Ray Wilson. Yeah, but I'm not, but not far off what I was saying, Roy. As somewhere along the line, it, it, with the career, the kind of career that you had, you would be bumping into people like that. Uh, and I, I can say, and I mentioned this to Simon Jordan here in studio earlier on, Roy. Whenever we spoke to George, he was a standout on the end of a phone for whatever subject we were on. His contribution was was a relevant, but be delightful. He had a, he had a beautiful way of of delivering what he wanted to say. Yeah, well, that's a nice thing to say about him, Jim. I'm glad you, I'm glad you you've got that experience and that that memory of him. Um, I think he was a very bright man, George, very very intelligent. I think that he conducted himself continually in the right way, and you know to conduct yourself well at all times, in all circumstances, is a very, very difficult thing to do, especially when you're in the public eye. And I think that uh, Daphne will be very, very sad today, but uh, I know that she and the family will be unbelievably proud of George. Uh, A, of course, because of what made him famous, but also B, because of the life that he, he gave her. Roy, what kind of player was George Cohen? I notice that Georgie Best said that he was the best right back he ever played against. And obviously he retired quite young, he retired at 30. But what kind of player, how good a player was George Cohen? Obviously you had to be a decent player to play in the 1966 World Cup winning side, I understand that. Mm. But in, you know, in, we talk about players in this day and age and we eulogise them and wax lyrical about them. How good was George Cohen as a player, Roy? Yeah, not the right person to ask, I'm afraid, on that one because I didn't see him play that often. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I watch the England games, but you're watching the, the whole team and I can't say that I have a, a standout memories. I, what I, what I, I think I should say about him was that he was a very modern fullback for that period of time because, of course, he was an overlapping fullback and got forward very, very often. He was quick and got forward very well and supported. He and Alan Ball had a very good relationship down the right side of the England flank and uh, he was able to to create a lot of goal scoring opportunities because of that but i must say i i don't feel 
that I'm capable or, or, or the right man to talk about George in, in great depth about his playing ability, you would really need to speak to someone who played with him from that era. Roy, I want to thank you for your contribution this morning anyway. Um, uh, sad circumstances uh, regards why we're speaking to you this morning. In, in spite of that, I want to wish you a happy Christmas and try and catch up with you sometime in 2023, Roy. Thanks for joining us. No, thanks, Jim, and uh, my, con- my condolences, of course, to everyone connected with George and Fulham Football Club as well into the bargain. Roy Hodgson with us this morning on Talk Sport, following the, the, the news of the passing of England 1966 World Cup winner George Cohen. Your 100% essential download, Outspoken with White and Jordan. Thanks for listening to Outspoken. Don't forget to leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll be back in 2023. Merry Christmas, everyone, and a happy new year. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 